Hello everybody and welcome to Pretty Fly First Senpai. I've been trapped with Shark and Hero in a death loop. This is our seventh, uh, seventh loop. Oh, oh good. And then ants <laughs> came out of my eyeballs oh, no. and out of all my guts. And then all of my limbs got twisted. All of my, all of my friends died in front of me, but I'm doing okay. I'm Shark Wellington. I'm I'm fine. <laughs> Glad to hear you're doing better now, Shark. The last loop was a rough one. It was. <laughs> I'm st I'm still stuck at the apple stand. I don't even know what's happening right now. Oh no! I'm Hero 19x. <laughs> oh no! Don't trust the apples, Hero. <laughs> I can tell you that from loop number four. <laughs> Uh, why did, why did that, why did they need to like rename the app, uh, Apple? <laughs> why? Everything else is the same. They weren't like, I'm going to hit you with my pointy dinger. Wait, what? what? <laughs> I mean, that's what Subaru <laughs> wants to do, but. Oh my God. No. Oh no. Right out the gate. <laughs> Got him. Let's talk about what a dickhead Subaru is. <laughs> Oh. Get right down to the meat of it ASAP. Let's get down to the meat of it. Subaru is such a fucking dweeb. I hate Subaru. <laughs> He's dead to me. I understand. Like he has character development throughout this the season, but he like barely develops in the first half, and then he develops like slightly more in the second half. And like in the first half, he turns from what? He turns from I'm the main character in one of my video game isekai mangas to, okay, I can at least be, I can be trustworthy in some form. Huzzah. But I'm still going to treat ladies like shit. <laughs> and because I succeeded the once, this woman is now my property. And I need to control every aspect of her life. And if I can't do it for her, she certainly can't do it for herself. Oh, my God. Subaru is just, he he thinks that women are incompetent, maybe, I guess, in a way. I don't know. I probably not. No, but... he definitely thinks that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there aren't that many. Well, I guess there are. But like, but like the male characters, he definitely does not treat that same way. He absolutely has never like, except for, I guess, like, um. First time, the first time he meets Roswall, he's like he he like says he looks like a clown, but he still respects him as an entertainer. <laughs> he respects the craft. Yeah. I respect the craft. Yeah, but he definitely like it. Definitely feels like every time he like meets a female character, he's like, "Oh, you think you're you think you're so you you're so cute when you think you know what you're doing." You think you think you're a a, a full person? Like, I love when he does that to Felix. Oh my, oh my gosh! God. Yes, actually, I didn't even think about that kind of one eighty, where yeah. like he sort of where he first talks to Felix as though Felix were a a woman, and then Felix is like, actually, I'm a boy, <laughs> just a cute little cat boy, and, and he's just he's just decided, well, you can't be a boy and look like that. Cause I say so. I can't be this adorable and dress like a man. So <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem with pretty boys. They make me feel things. <laughs> they make me confused. 
no. Oh. I think that the part where I hate him the most, there's like a six episode stretch from episode 12 to episode 17, 18 in that range where he is just the most insufferable prick because he is constantly being called out for how selfish he's being. Yep. He keeps saying, you know, he barges into the, the royal selection thing and goes... I need to she, I need to help Amelia achieve her dreams. And then, you know, that loop goes tits up after he gets his ass kicked by Julius Ciculius. Um, <laughs> Julius Ciculius? <laughs> canon name. <laughs> I'm going to say that as much as I can. Um, just as an FYI. Um, then after, when he is, when he's negotiating with uh, Cruchet and Anastasia, he is only thinking about himself and being selfish while saying, well, I'm doing this for Amelia. I'm doing this for her. Well, you're technically doing it for yourself. Yeah. And they're calling him out directly <laughs> and saying, why are you being so... You understand that by doing this, you're actually... By asking us for help, you're calling into question her ability to lead the country and forfeiting her right to be the ruler. So... Just making sure you're aware that you're not doing it for her. And he's like, but it's for her. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um. And, and that's and that's the thing that really kind of gets me a few different times about the way that Subaru talks to other people is that he has such a hard time with the idea that just because you are feeling passionate or like you're up clearly upset or whatever. You know, he, he that's like his whole reasoning. He's like, well, clearly because I'm upset about this thing, I'm telling the truth, right? It's like, you've given me nothing to work with. You've just said, please trust me, but you haven't given any proof, any reason for me to work with you, whatever. Like, you got to understand I have needs too. <laughs> Super. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, like the, the, the freaking part where he... Um, <laughs> Like, Amelia's like, hey, Subaru, listen, come here close. I have one request. <laughs> I have one singular thing I need from you. <laughs> Please don't go. And, like, she's, like, the door is barely shut behind her. He's like, so I'm going, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, spend the day with Rem. Rem is best. Why are you wasting your time? <laughs> Rem is best, though. The thing that gets me about Subaru's, like, fight with Amelia is all of these things, all these problems with him doing stuff for himself and not for everybody, they're, they're, she knows, she's aware, she is, like, telling him to stop doing the things he's doing, and he's just not listening, because he beat his head against the wall so hard for in the, in the, the mansion arc that he made it through, and, uh... And he's trying to do that again, but it's clearly not working because this is like a purely political problem. And I don't know. I, I think in that scene when they're fighting it, it, when she says, I guess we're just we just can't be together anymore. It's interesting because it in my mind, uh, the phrase a fate worse than death pops up because mm -hmm. to him it kind of is. Yeah. He, the only reason he's doing anything is for her. And since he's died a bunch. He's it's not it's not that big of a of a deal to hit. Well, I mean it is clearly because he has mental break there at some point. But this is a problem that dying can't solve. 
like all his other problems that he's had. I mean, that's kind of a yikes way to say it, I guess, but. I guess while we're tossing around uh, quotes that sort of connect, I also sort of thought when you were talking about how he just beats his head against the wall, um, it brings to mind, like, he will do the correct thing when all other options have been exhausted. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. It is. <laughs> like, um, he he was desperately trying to not have to get someone else's help to get back to help Amelia and handle the the sky whale. Yeah. <laughs> the sky whale. The, yeah, the white whale. <laughs> and um, and yeah. And then he figures it all out in one go. <laughs> like he suddenly becomes a master negotiator. Bro, that's the that that's like the one major like plot hole that irritates me the most <laughs> out of this series. Is you said it exactly where he all of a sudden has a talk with Rem and he's like, ah, I know everything about the region and the area that the white whale patrols. And now I'm going to offer those things up to these people so that <laughs> they will come help me kill the white whale. It's it's a real big like that's the the ma most major plot contrivance. He, he like he like pieced together from the fact that um Cruchet's people were uh buying a lot of steel or metal or something and one aside where uh, someone said to Wilhelm things are getting in place for the plan. <laughs> ah, the plan. That's right. He just <laughs> like ah, clearly they're Buying steel to kill the white whale and not potentially slit all our throats in our sleep and take over the kingdom or anything. That's like, <laughs> of course. Wouldn't that be awkward? Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the militarist candidate for the royal selection <laughs> surely would never do such a thing. No, never. <laughs> it, it, that's it, it's like the one point of Deus Ex Machina that doesn't make sense. It's just that one negotiation scene. I agree. I mean, Subaru's a feet guy. We find that out. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. That's freaking... I forgot. Let's <laughs> let's talk about feet. Hero, what do you got to say about feet? Let's... I... <laughs> so I, I will... I The only thing I, I will say about Subaru, it, it takes a lot of balls to, to, to do something for someone that much that you want to lick someone's foot. I mean, you, you don't know where her foot has been, especially in this, like... In this economy, like, it, it, <laughs> like there's, it's all dirt roads. Oh, my gosh. In this economy. <laughs> I mean, and he didn't, I, I was thinking to myself, okay, so on the next loop, he's going to not lick her foot then, right? But, but like, that just never comes back again. He just decides, no, nah, I'm just going to, whatever. We're not like, going to deal with her. She's crazy. <laughs> that is true. They didn't even deal with her. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, that was just, like, that was wild. I don't know if, like, like, I would have just been, like, okay, all right. <laughs> like, she, like, she, she, she says he's, like, like, oh, I don't even remember, like, what she says, but she's, like, oh, like, 
Because you would lick my foot, that means you are a desperate worm, and I will have nothing he's, to do with a, you. He's a pig. He's a swine. He's, he's a swine. Like, you told me to. <laughs> I'm just doing what you asked. <sighs> Tell me what you really want. <laughs> what do you actually want here? I can't read people at all. I'm Subaru Natsuki. Have you not noticed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot. Couldn't you tell? <laughs> uh, the the most malignant narcissist in anime. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, so I I think I think everyone gets it. Subaru's dumb. <laughs> Subaru's dumb. Subaru Subaru's an idiot. I mean, he does like kind of redeem himself near the end, but when he but they save that for like the last like two minutes of the show. <laughs> yeah. When he has his head in Amelia's lap in the field and is like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for thinking you're a weak woman and can't do things on your own. I was really just doing, trying to save you for me. And I'm like, oh, so he he did know that he was doing it for him finally. He's finally owned up to it. It took him 25 episodes. All it did. <laughs> it's all it took. <laughs> Took it like twenty five death loops, and now we're fine. We made it. We did it. We finally did it. But the fact that he starts like get, getting like wicked harem energy near the end also is real weird. Yeah, I agree. The fact that Crochet at the end is like, dang, you're 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 an interesting guy. Wink, <laughs> and he's like, boy, if I didn't already have a number one and number two in my heart. That would have been really tough for me to reject you. Oh, you would have been my number three. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, if I weren't just swimming in women right now, I would, I, you know, I mean, are are you available on the weekends? I don't know. Let, have it? We'll work it out. They're just so lucky that they forget all the stupid shit he's done when he, <laughs> when, when he dies. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Thank like, God. <laughs> I, I actually honestly thought that, like, when I, I thought he was going to die and return back to, like, before he got in, like, the fight with Reinhardt, or not Reinhardt, um, Julius. I thought he was going to, like, respawn back before the fight. And I was actually kind of happy that that was retained because I was like, he's getting way too many free passes. Yeah. Finally, he gets to catch some heat for some bullshit that he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, it's just yeah it's it's weird it it gets wild it it turns into i don't know why he is so infatuated with amelia other than he's obsessed with the idea of her you know (laughs) there's like no substance there at all she's like the first woman that he saw (laughs) no no you're right i didn't (laughs) like then you got Rem, true waifu, coming out of nowhere, saying, bro, I love you. And what Subaru says, fuck you. That's what he says. <laughs> he did not actually say that, by no, the way. No, but he didn't. But <laughs> I'm. that's how I felt when I was watching the anime. We may as, we may as well talk about episode 18 then. Absolutely. What, what, <laughs> we'll talk about the monologue episode. Shark, tell me, give me your opinion. What do you, what, how, do, how do you feel as the... As the Rem and Subaru dueling, you know, dialogue episode went to went along. Few different feelings. Um the thought occurred to me that I I'm really kind of curious what would have happened if 
Rem had actually been like, okay, sure, let's just go out into the wilderness. <laughs> like, I, I half feel like what would happen would be like one of those sort of final destination things where like a wheel falls off of a cart and hits a wild animal and that <laughs> oh, wild no. animal runs into a tree and then that tree falls on him or something <laughs> and he's back in the loop again like he can't escape. You just can't escape. You can't run from your fate. But um uh it's 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 like even I don't even particularly he, like even Subaru can't put into words why he likes Amelia so much. And Rem is flat out offering to just support him until he can become literate and hold down a job like a functioning adult. <laughs> Rem is like, I've I've thought about this, you know, we could live in a little cottage. I'll support your lazy butt for a few years until please get a job. She came up with that plan real fast. She's been fantasizing. Yeah, and, su and support <laughs> support our future children, please. You know, two is a, two's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking maybe we'd have a couple kids. You know, and like, yeah, she's she's like got a life with him pieced together. He's like, I mean, but there's Amelia, and mm -hmm. she's pretty, even if she does hate my guts. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I mean the thing that I think the thing that gets me about that episode is. She even says after that, she's all like, I can tell that you're not saying that out of love for me. You're saying that because you just want to go run away from your problems. So we're not going to do that. Damn. Everyone could just read through him. I feel the feels when Subaru's like, I hate myself. I try to be big bombastic. Chad gamer. Strong boy. <laughs> But deep down inside, I'm really just a soft, sad boy. Like, I understand why people would like it for that. But I, I the whole thing at the end when she's like, here's the deal, my dude. I love you. And he's like, you could be my backup. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. I just confided in you my deep seated inferiority complex with my sister about being her replacement, but, you know, <laughs> I guess I can be your relationship replacement if things with Amelia don't work out. Like, they have both confided in each other at this point. They have both pretty much just totally opened themselves up to one another and been supportive to one another. And, yeah, I don't know, like, like he sat on Amelia's lap once, you know? It's like... Yeah, like in this loop, what has he done with Amelia? <laughs> Like, let's go touch on that, I guess. Yeah, there's like, there's like, in the grand scheme of things, because of all the loops, he doesn't actually have that much established relationship from Amelia's point of view. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, he's, he's experienced a ton of stuff with all the characters, and he keeps expecting that experience to carry over after they've all had their memories wiped and turned back. So he like breaks down crying like, I can't believe you hate me. We've been through so much together. Do you remember that time? No, I've never met you in my entire life. What are you talking about? Hello? <laughs> I think every uh, average ga uh, gamer would know if they were put in the same predicament after like the first loop or two, if people don't, even after the first loop when the, when the oppa guy was just this like, Hey kid, hey kid. He's like, bro, no one remembers you when you die. It took so long <laughs> to figure that out. 
It took him like four loops. Uh, do we want to talk a little bit more about Rem though? Because that's we're getting let's, lost. Let's keep talking about Rem. Let's we've had we talked enough about this Subaru doofus. Let's talk about it. <laughs> that's true. We don't want the whole podcast to be about Subaru. <laughs> so like, um, something that really bugged me was that after Rem has multiple times been real clear that you know she has feelings for Subaru. And that she's going to push those aside for his sake and do her best to support him with Amelia. He keeps hugging her and talking to her in ways that really kind of bug me. He keeps like leading her on. And I kind of hate that a lot. Like, like, like he, he hugs her just a little too tight you know, with like a little stroke on the back, like, oh, this is the friendliest hug ever. Thank you so much, Rem. <laughs> the stroke on the back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just it just feels mean. Like if I knew someone was interested in me, I would not hug them that way. <laughs> you know? Not even like a tight hug. Like, you know what I mean? Just like it's <laughs> a hug. Like when you give a tight hug, you're you're I don't know, you're you're conveying feelings, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, they talk real horny during the white whale fight <laughs> to each other. Yep. We're going to need a much bigger sword, Rem. Are you ready for the climax? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what's the line. <laughs> Look at this giant tree. It really gets you fired up, doesn't oh it? My oh, my God. <laughs> then he falls out of the sky, and his head slams into her tits. And he's like, <laughs> and she's like, thank you for the treat. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm I'm still sad about the tree though. That tree didn't do nothing wrong. The tree was just there. Big tree. The tree was just vibing. Didn't have to go down like that. I mean, hey, if you were gonna go down, you may as well go down and take out a big beefy boy. Eh? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah that 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 whole episode leading up to like the whale fight was real cool too though like i i could feel the tension as well it's real good like um it's sort of i i guess sort of like my sort of point that i can um relate from when i was in like middle and high school i would run cross country which is like you know a guy shoots a gun and now you got to run for 3.1 miles have fun <laughs> And it sucks a little bit. And you you wake up that morning and you're like, some guy's going to shoot a gun in the air and I'm going to have to run 3.1 miles. <laughs> so, like, I know that sort of tense feeling of, like, ah, stuff's about to go down. <laughs> like, uh, just the whole, you know, them them riding there on um, their, their dinosaur-type things. <laughs> ground dragons? The ground dragons, yeah. Yeah, and R Ricardo hyping everybody up, like, oh, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, Ricardo's, like, trying to loosen up everybody's spirits, like, and and they're all just, you know, they're waiting, and, and they know what time stuff's gonna happen, so they're just calming each other's nerves, talking about giant trees, you know, and then, like, time's coming, and they all get in position, like, and then the giant sky whale shoots the gun or sets the cell phone off. <laughs> just shoots the gun. <laughs> shoots the gun. <laughs> it comes out of the sky with a gun. The cell phone coming out, though? Is it the cell phone ring? Oh, my God. The audio direction of that whole, like, segment of it just, like, like diegetic in-world, you hear it, and then 
like the noise goes away and it starts glitching out with the editing and it becomes non-diegetic. It's so good. It's such a good choice because then all of a sudden like strings are coming in and accompanying this little simple 8-bit ringtone. <laughs> Definitely this this anime has a good feel for like making an epic moment. Mm-hmm. That whole like the tenseness and the funny thing was in the back of my head i was thinking about how there are probably some guys there that are like the, like the alarm's going off and it's not coming and people are like is this well coming <laughs> <laughs> we kind of all came we kind of brought a giant army so this guy better not be wrong <laughs> speaking of epic moments what's what's y'all's favorite epic moment Hero, what's what's your favorite epic moment from the series? Hmm. I would say my favorite epic moment was when uh Rem went into the woods and went full out like demon mode and just started slaying like the the mob beasts left and right. <laughs> it was cool cuz you know that like Rem wasn't doing it for her. She was trying to help Subaru cuz Subaru helped them, but I, I, it just it was just so it was just it was so cool. She's so badass. She is in the it just everything like uh, just the the way everything looked is it just it looked really good. Yeah. And I just I like how at at the end how the, what they had to do to to make her stop just give her a whack on the head. <laughs> yeah, I would I would love to see her fight some more. Like the the way that they just like it looked very fluid anytime like the the chain mace came out. She defied like physics at some point. She like threw her ball and chain out, and then while it's going out, she like grabs the chain and does like a flip on it. Like it's <laughs> a, like it's a stationary bar. It's so good. Rem 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 is bat most badass girl and best girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that scene where like they have to calm her down. And he like throws Rom. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Promise you won't be mad. <laughs> uh, yeah, like the first time I watched that, I thought that they that she had had her horn broken off. So I was like, oh yeah, I was I was nervous at first, like oh, but <laughs> like apparently you can just smack her real good and that'll just knock her out. I don't know. It's like the demon version of smelling salts or something. <laughs> <laughs> a little tap on the horn. I guess. Like, like, does it have to be like on? Yeah. Does it have to be on the horn? Like, what are the what are the logistics here? Like, does it have to be on the horn? Can you just like knock her out cold with a slap? I don't know. I think I think it said in in the anime it had it be knocked her on on the horn. Okay. Knock the pot. Knock the mana right out of it. Uh, and uh, like he was just using like a he was just using like a sword that like a talents person had given him. It wasn't even anything fancy. Yes, I think they said it was like the it was made by the best smith or something like that in in the town. And it breaks immediately. I mean, it's a pretty small town. <laughs> <laughs> it's also the only smith we've got. But you know, semantics. <laughs> In this town of 35 people, we got 25 smiths, don't you know? <laughs> There's only one good one. There's only one good one, and his sword still broke almost immediately. <laughs> uh, uh, probably for me personally, I would say um, the the moment that really sticks out the most to me for sure is like the end of the loop where Subaru 
first met uh, Sloth. Betelgeuse. Be- Betelgeuse, yeah. Uh, and Rem tries to save him and ends up getting like just contorted and like, but she's still alive and he's like carrying her broken body and like the town is snowed over and and like and like he just sees this giant beast and and it's just like jink like just cuts his head off like it's nothing and then we get like a minute of like this really sad song like i was just like oh this is like profoundly sad <laughs> like oh yeah yeah that that whole loop was interesting to me because like you can view it two ways. It's either you think Subaru is faking it, like Betelgeuse thinks, or you could think he actually has like mind broken. Either way, it's like, oh, this is what happens when Subaru does nothing. This is what this is his. He's thinking like, if he's faking it, he's like, well, maybe if I just don't do anything, things will work out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like you can't even just like just flop down and refuse to do anything because you're still gonna die. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the whole God, I love I love when they introduce Betelgeuse. His 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 voice actor goes ham. They go ham with that that performance. I think that voice actor for him too does the same voice for Natsu Dragneel from Fairy Tale. Oh snap. Like I'm fact checking right now, but I think that's that's what it is. Oh wow. He he freaking did uh Ling Ling Yao in uh Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? Oh, what? No way. Really? Yeah. I don't hear that at all in that voice. <laughs> Man, he really he really went for it though. He uh, you know, and it's you need to the voice the vocal performance needs to be cranked up to 11 to match his mannerisms cuz my god, he is such a an iconic character just from a mannerisms perspective, the whole like, like even when his spirit embodies other people, you know, it's still him because of the mannerisms and the other voice actors do a good job of taking on those mannerisms too. Like the whole 90 degree head tilt when Subaru gets like taken over and you're like, Oh no. Oh no. Right. Yeah. That was like, um, I thought for a moment maybe he was like faking it to try to get away and then his head like cracks like to the left or something. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, no, he's not faking it. <laughs> no, he's actually crazy. He does the whole, he does the Matrix like head grab, <laughs> lean back. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, he's got, he's got, he's got a strong core to be able to do that though. That's, doesn't skip ab day. He's like, yeah, he's like, he's like doing like, he's doing like yoga bridges like once in a while. <laughs> My abs are trembling. My abs are trembling. <laughs> Does those planks, man? <laughs> My abs are trembling. He uh anyway, yeah, no. God, I love Metal Goose though. As a character, I love him, but also as a human being, I fucking hate him cuz boy, he's a real piece of trash. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it's hard too because I know I know more. And you know, but as of right now, yes, he is he is a complete and total asshole. Oh boy. Well, I'm currently in the dark, so I'll keep that in mind, I guess. 
<laughs> but like, it's not even obvious kind of what exactly his objectives are, I want to say. He's always talking about um, the ritual, mm-hmm. but we're not really quite made certain what that is. I feel like, I now that you mention, I think they kind of, he kind of explains it that like, they want to, he wants to turn Amelia into a vessel for Satella. Oh. It's like two lines are said about it, and then we're done with this. This is all the information you get. So I might be inferring more than is actually there. But yeah, they, they do they do quite a bit of um like breadcrumbs, I wanna say, and I really hope that they uh wrap up a few of those in the second season. Like there's a few times that there's just like asides that I'm like, all right, interesting. Do I get to know any more or is that it? <laughs> like uh, like Roswall wants to declare war on the dragons or whatever. Oh yeah. He's like keeping Rom alive or something with his magic. There are a lot of things we don't know about him. Like it seems mm-hmm. it seems oddly convenient that he happened to show up to save Rom and Rem when uh right after the witches cult were there. Hmm. hmm. Very superstitious. Little <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we don't really well, we do at least see him fly. Yes, he flies. Aside from that, we don't really see him like casting too many spells though. He's the most powerful magic user in the world right now, as far to 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 my knowledge, besides that maybe Reinhardt with his big fine fun flashy sword boy. But like who else in the universe in universe can just fly? <laughs> yeah. Besides, I guess Betelgeuse, who is one of the like archbishops of sin, one of like the seven <laughs> most powerful evil magicians in the world. Like Oh, as as a quick aside, I I remember like the part where he's like riding on the hand. <laughs> And I'm like, so if other people can't see the hands, he's just sitting there, right? And then it shows he's yeah. like sitting in the air and floating. <laughs> oh yeah, when the two like kid like cat kids are like, oh yeah. my god, he's floating. <laughs> uh yeah, I loved that. It's so good. But yeah, like like Roswell, like um Roswell, like, just off screen, just totally handles all the mob beasts in, like, in the forest around the town. But then they then they come back in time to, like, help out <laughs> when they're fighting Belgius, though. But, but like, yeah, like, uh, Subaru just, like, gets knocked unconscious, and then they just transition. They're like, yeah, those mob beasts, not a problem. Every single one's gone. We know for a fact Roswell does not make mistakes. I, I would like to see how they did it. I don't know. Like maybe like a quick pan as they're talking about it. Maybe like some. I don't know. Yeah, like a little flashback to like watching Roswell cackling maniacally as he carpet bombs the forest would be. I'd, <laughs> that, I'd like that. I would. I would have laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I would have enjoyed. Need that little insert when when Ram goes. Oh, it's okay. He took care of them. And he, you see Roswell go. Oh, it's just like a quick off. cut where he's just like on his face lit up. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I live for. <laughs> that would have been good. Oh, Roswell's just a enigma. While we're just talking about him, real quick, he's real creepy. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about Roswell, 
because when when like Subaru's bathing and Roswald <laughs> just rolls in and is like, Hello, pretty boy. <laughs> and Subaru's like, please don't touch me. And Roswald's like, You're my property, you know. Yeah, he's like, You're inside my house, and everything in my house is mine, including you. Oh. <laughs> in this bathtub with me. So yo. <laughs> When you turn it down a notch, groomer, like, my goodness. <laughs> I Like, it almost feels like he's being purposefully weird. Like, everything about him seems like I can see that. it's meant to be a little bit off. Like, the way his voice lilts a bit when he talks. And that he pretty much does put on makeup like a clown. Like, he, <laughs> he does straight up look like a clown. He does. I for for a second I thought I or I thought I remembered it being like his skin was just that color, but then no, in the bath scene he he does not have makeup on. I forgot about that. Yeah, and it it almost feels like one of those things where like maybe he's trying to be like like so people underestimate him or something. Like he's so powerful that like somebody sees him and thinks who's who's this weirdo, <laughs> and then he just like <laughs> nukes the area and moves on. What a guy! What a guy! What a Chad. I mean, <laughs> you gotta have you gotta have some self confidence to yeah. to walk around in that getup. Yeah, <laughs> like you you can't you cannot falter in your. Uh... <laughs> you have to own it. You have to own hey, it. Hey, if you got it, flaunt it. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> True. <laughs> hey, if I was ripped like him, I'd wear clown makeup. Also, <laughs> all day. <laughs> All day, every day. I've, we haven't talked about Beatrice yet. All right, yeah. Oh, shit. How did I forget about other best girl? I I would highly agree with that. I With with my knowledge. But as of right now, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you, hero. I, I'm sorry. I, I've literally. We're in season one. I, I'm getting information confused. And that's that's why like I keep looking back at the, at the notes just to make sure that I'm not saying things. In... <laughs> but I, I, I like I like how Subaru is the only person in this entire mansion who can open a door and find Beatrice. It's so good. Yeah. And they never explain it. Doesn't need to. He's just, that's just his innate power. It's his one power that he comes into this world with. Everybody else is like wildly magic strong. And he's just like, I can find this, this drill lowly, drill hair lowly, and her secret <laughs> hidden door technique. Did he call her a lowly too? He did call he her a lowly did. all the time. <laughs> absolutely. Multiple times, yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like all I can I can sense magic doorways and do calisthenics and aerobics. I forget that he teaches <laughs> them all how to do the radial calisthenics. Oh my god, <laughs> this is how I stay in shape in between team death matches. <laughs> <laughs> While I'm grinding for for spare gold on my World of Warcraft account, oh my god. I do some stretches. It keeps me limber. Stay limber. It's important. You got you got to lift a Cheeto in one hand, and then you uh, reach on over with the other one. Keeps you limber. Before we get back to Betty, I love with the radial calisthenics when he's showing Amelia how to do it. He does like the bounce on the balls of your feet thing, and mm -hmm. Amelia goes, "Ah, no! What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch that. 
Did she like post up for a moment? I, I only noticed it because I went back to get the B-roll for it. And in that one of those episodes, <laughs> and I watched her do it. And she's just like ready to fight him. <laughs> she's like, what are you doing? Stop doing that. It's weird. But, but uh, yeah, no, I like Betty. I think the thing that, that gets me about Betty is just how loyal she is and like true to her word she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like super tsundere and like, please leave me the fuck alone unless you're 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 puck. In which case, we're gonna I'm gonna pet you. <laughs> I love puck. Uh, <laughs> did, did she call her like brother? Is it brother or, fa- or father? Bubby, or something like that? Bubby, Bubby. Let's just say, yeah. Bubby. She definitely calls some people by a familial name. Mm-hmm. As like an aside, I suppose. It like I think she calls Amelia her sister. Dang it, muffin. Sorry. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. You can continue your thought. No. <laughs> Just say, I suppose, that's all. No, I, I think suppose. That, I suppose. She, uh, like, she doesn't really seem close with anybody, but she makes, you know, she makes a promise with Subaru to, you know, protect him after he's been smoked multiple times in the mansion arc. And she will, like, she's willing to throw down with the master of the house mm-hmm. to stay to her word. Like, I don't know, that's super, like, noble to me. Which was, well, that was kind of funny to me, because, like, I think the promise was something like, protect me through the night or something, and... Yeah. Like, she considers morning time still still part of the agreement, and, <laughs> I mean, I would have just been like, the agreement has changed. I don't recall there being a time limit, I think was what Oh, yeah, said. she's like, she's like, actually, I'm gonna keep you alive forever, yeah. in fact. <laughs> Then she just lets him hurl, and she just lets him hurl himself off a cliff. But I guess yeah, that didn't count. I, yeah, she let that happen. She did. Uh, come on, she broke her agreement. But I, I don't know. I like that she was willing to, you know, protect him at, at, you know, after she made the promise, and I really liked it. I don't know. It just it, it warmed my heart, at, even though she is very cold. I just want to know what is in all them books. Like she's always in this library. What is there? Is there a cookbook? Make the best cookies. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put apples in it. Put app apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's <laughs> such a good. Uh, it's a, a good. It's a good. Good one. I just I like how Betty and I like how Betty and Subaru interact, especially near the end of the season when like he's just in there chilling and walking circles around her. And she's just <laughs> and watching just, him. <laughs> just see her her hair spinning as he is walking circles just around her and thinking out loud. She's like, please stop. Please leave me alone. She also definitely seems to know more than she lets on. Mm-hmm. There, there is the one part where um, she's telling him, "Hey, you're gonna die," and he's like, "Oh shoot!" <laughs> and she's like, "I mean, aren't you concerned about that?" <laughs> like, uh, so I don't know if like maybe she kind of pieced it together after that exchange or what, but um, like, I can see that. There's, uh, there's the one uh, loop where he gets to the castle and. What he tells him, he tells Amelia about return by death, and then she just falls over dead. And Betty just 
just comes in like totally unsurprised, like, oh, you look like somebody who's having the worst possible day. <laughs> oh, and then right. she's like, how about you go die somewhere else? Oh. And then she like sends him through a portal. Oh, that's right. He asked Betty to kill him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she says something like, actually, you're going to go die somewhere else. Don't put that evil on me. And then, yeah, did she, like, teleport him away or something? Like, I don't remember how... Yeah, she, like, teleported him into, like, a field full of those uh, cultists. Oh, and then they just, like, left him alone. They're just like, sup, boss? Anyway. Yeah, no. I, I just I love Betty and how she's she, she's not willing to kill, you know, Subaru like that. She's like, I'm not going to do you dirty like that, homie. As a quick circle around, um, that would I'm remembering now that was the loop where uh, Betelgeuse was about to like mess with Amelia's body, and then I think Puck comes along, and we find out that Puck's a giant beast. Oh yeah, talk about Puck. I want to talk about Puck. I got I got things to say about Puck, and how he's he is best boy. Puck is that that fun uncle that everybody wishes they had. <laughs> <laughs> I love how him and Subaru interact. Oh, yeah. When Puck just pretends to be, you know, he he kind of is like Amelia's, like, quote unquote, like, protector, like, father in a way. But when Subaru's like, Puck's like, you're not good enough for my daughter. <laughs> yeah. And Subaru's like, I will prove my worth to you, future father-in-law. <laughs> just just right in front of Amelia, not weird or anything. And she's just all confused at what's happening. I'm just like, bro. <laughs> I think the best thing about Puck is he never seems to be in bad spirits. Even when he goes into, like, super giant beast mode. He, he's like, I'm not angry, just disappointed. <laughs> I'm going to go destroy the world now. Gosh darn it. But <laughs> per my contract, by the way, he says, per my contract, I must now destroy the world. It's like, bro, I didn't. Who signed that? <laughs> Dang, that's quite a contract. <laughs> can I get me one of those? Like, how, who, who can I talk to to get that clause written into... <laughs> some kind of contract. I feel like that'd be a major bargaining chip. Just tell people, like, hey, the world's gonna end if I die, so uh, just make me the ruler now. <laughs> and no shit. Why don't, why wouldn't you just tell people that? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> like, that seems like a thing that you should uh, make clear to protect yourself. Just in just mutually assured destruction is the best uh, deterrent, is, is some say. Yeah, no, like, I, I, if nothing else, I wish there was more Puck. Like, because Puck, every time Puck comes along, that's like a break from all this super serious body horror, mind-breaking, you know, like, despair. True. You know, like, Subaru has the worst possible day five times in a row type stuff. <laughs> like, sometimes you're just like, man... Like, I've been watching Subaru just, like, lose his mind and, like, go crazy for five episodes straight. Could I get, like, just a little bit of Puck, please? Just just a little bit. I want the fun, I want the fun guy back. Can we get the fun guy in here? I just want to watch someone pet him, please. Yeah. <laughs> I like how every time, every loop, every loop they come back and uh, Subaru at the mansion arc and they're like, oh, because you saved my daughter, you get what, you can have any one wish from me. 
And every time Super goes, let me pet you whenever I want to. <laughs> like he's already gonna do that <laughs> gonna wish for anything fucking amelia you're like wow you have really low standards here bud <laughs> <laughs> like hey sure easy enough to easy enough to to do but hey like maybe shoot have higher ambitions here bud <laughs> yeah well he explains it away like i just want what i want when i want it at that moment and that's just who i am that is subaru isn't that's it just who i am <laughs> Yeah, like he's always pointing in the sky and gyrating all over the place. God, he loves gyrating. <laughs> he's the king of gyration. It just reminds me of Kamina's pose from Gurren Lagann. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you're right. He does have a he does have a little bit of that Kamina bravado. He just doesn't quite have any physical ability to back it up with <laughs> at all. Yo, he actually is, like, straight up in canon the weakest person. The only benefit he has is return by death. That's it. Yeah. He's got, like, a tactical advantage, but... Even, like, the... Like, I'm trying to think of who the next weakest person would be besides, like, the three thugs in the alley that apparently Subaru can just beat up. <laughs> but, like... No, the knife wins, though. <laughs> the knife wins. True. <laughs> knife wins. I guess the little the little guy and the big dude of the th of the thugs are probably the two that would be weaker than him. Just dude with knife beats dude without knife. That's just science. <laughs> <laughs> felt it. It's either felt or old man Rom are probably the two weakest. But even they could like turn Subaru into a fine paste if they felt like it. I mean, Rom Rom seems pretty strong. I think it's just that like everybody else is like super duper strong. Yeah, she can't use like her. Oh, can she? I know she can use magic with the wand, like the whole like the wind magic. But I don't know if that uses up her magic. Yeah, I don't see. I don't. The thing with the thing with felt is like I don't even know if she realizes she can use magic because everybody else like talks about their magic and stuff, and felt's just like I run real fast. I'm real good at jumping. <laughs> and it's like, it's Elsa that that is actually like, hey, oh, interesting. We have a wind user here. Uh. And like, um, she, I think she also says something about being very good at detecting lies. Oh, she is a negotiator, isn't she? Because Cruchet has that wind stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. She said, which, which I would hate talking to someone that could do that. <laughs> Like, <laughs> that would just suck. I hate doing that because they can't tell if I'm saying, they can tell if I'm saying a white lie. Well, that just seems like such a broken superpower. Like, you could just. That is OP. Yeah. I feel like that, that could be like something you could hire someone for, like hire a wind user for negotiations. Yeah. And that, I guess, makes it. I wish that they le leaned into that. A little bit more the fact she has that power and that she actually detects someone lying with it crochet later because it would make the negotiation scene carry more weight that like oh Subaru overcame this like show crochet in a negotiation or something where someone lies to her and then she cuts off their hand for lying or something something insane like <laughs> what? What? what what we need to raise the stakes here okay <laughs> we need to raise the stakes the stakes weren't high enough for that negotiation scene. <laughs> I like my steak well done. I think that if the stakes were raised for the negotiation scene, the success would have felt a lot better than just all of a sudden Subaru knows everything 
and his relief after the negotiations would have felt more earned. <laughs> but that's just my that's I'm, I'm fucking I'm headcanoning fan fiction at this point. <laughs> as like as like a quick aside, anytime like Subaru loses a limb or whatever, like he dies within like the next couple minutes. Like he, he he's never he never has to like walk around with like a stump arm or anything. <laughs> He loses lots of limbs. God. How many limbs did he lose? <laughs> he lost like four or five limbs. Yeah. What did he like like he got his leg like beaten off by Rem, right? That one night. He lost his leg twice to Rem. She yeah. cut off she took off a couple of his limbs and anyway, yeah, he's 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 detachable. Oh, and and like um and the bowel hunter. Oh, the assassin. Yeah. Yeah, who who shouts, I'll be back, and then never comes back, at least not in season one. She had a weird fetish. <laughs> These guts are just so warm and squishy. <laughs> Let me play with them. Play with me, intestines. Your intestines are a beautiful color. I just want you to know that. You're making a face. Let's, let's just, are they me. all? Aren't they all the same color? I mean, you don't know that. How many intestines have you looked at lately? Oh, I mean, I've looked at none, <laughs> to be honest. You see, you're right. I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't tell anybody's intestines from Adams. You know, they all look the same to me. But with wind magic. No <laughs> wind magic. Oh, she's jealous of the wind magic. That's what it is. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I think that she is incredibly overpowered. Oh, 110%. Like when when she was fighting with uh with Reinhardt and he he when he wasn't using his his sword cuz it can't it can't be sheathed right now or something like that. He said something along those lines. Can't be used until it's required. Uh? Yeah, yeah. And she, he, even with the normal sword like he was he was going all in, but she was giving a run for his money. It was crazy. I mean, and she essentially was taking on Puck as well. Oh, yeah. And Amelia, right? Is supposedly very, very strong, yeah. I mean, Puck can end the world, as we've established, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, wow. he could have just ended that little in if he felt like it. But maybe he was holding back, who knows? It was, like, 5 o'clock or whatever. That's true, 9 to 5. <laughs> That's, God. That's one I... of those rules that I'm like, that is going to bug me so bad later because i just know there's gonna be some dumb plot thing that's like <laughs> well this all happened after five o'clock you're on your own <laughs> that contrived stuff just oh i know it's gonna come back i'm so tired <laughs> <laughs> i mean that kind of happens halfway through the fight like super goes on this big long monologue to like stall for time while puck mm -hmm. wakes up and <laughs> <laughs> and then he Puck shows up and he throws some icicles and Puck's like sorry yeah. guys sorry guys gotta tap out oh, I'm just so I, I mean this looks real important please don't die otherwise we'll have to end the world <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a plot contrivance <laughs> but no Elsa's Elsa's Ada Ada game is is S, S tier true S plus <laughs> Ooh. Ada Ada She's real good at it. <laughs> she def uh, she it definitely does feel like a power creep though that like in the first loop Subaru is dying to an assassin and then like a few loops later he's like 
dying to mysterious sky whales and what <laughs> like end of the world creatures it's like it's true fact the stakes are higher fact Hello there, and welcome to the midway point of the episode. This is the first time you've ever heard this, but I've I've been here like 10 times, so <laughs> I've decided to bring help. Hi. Hi. You, you know, the first dying times, they were... <laughs> <laughs> they just died halfway through, so we're we're, gonna, we're giving sharks some support because <laughs> it's just it's it's we, we just can't record this again. <laughs> we just we can't. can't, please. I just I want to watch other stuff. <laughs> appreciate appreciate all of you for being here, for listening or watching on whatever platform you're listening on. If if you enjoy what you're listening to, you should go and uh, join the Discord. The links in the description. We we do watch parties for animes that that we're personally watching uh preview some we, we do events where we watch uh the next series that are, we're going to be covering on the podcast and uh so on and so forth it's a fun time all kinds of fun discussions about anime and manga are in there so go and click it click l- it l- l- clicky poo just click it it's real easy you get to talk to us senpais yeah <laughs> You want to be you want to be in with the cool kids, don't you? They got all kinds of cool kids in there, but you know you're not truly cool. Not to you know, I don't want to talk down to you, but you should get in there and be cool, <laughs> like the other cool kids. I've been wondering offhand where could I get a new shirt? New shirt? Uh, the the one shirt that I've got is getting kind of stinky, so I need to <laughs> buy an additional shirt. You could buy an additional shirt. I've heard I've heard there's a really cool website. That has awesome quality products and designs called www.prettyflyforasenpai.com. <gasps> and you can go over there and you can pick up yourself up a limited edition ReZero a piece of merchandise. We also have uh, the Beastars limited edition piece of merch. It's still going to be up for a couple weeks after this goes live. And that I'm real, real proud of how that turned out. It was really good. And don't. I spent too much time on it, so please, someone go and purchase a shirt. <laughs> Not to be too desperate, but the shirts look fantastic every time. Time Muffin has such a gift. <laughs> Hero has been mugging this whole time. Like he's pretending to go to the website. You hopefully, hopefully, in the audacity, you'll hear the keyboard clicks. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, perfect. So go over to www.prettyflyforasenpai.com. Again, that's www.prettyflyforasenpai.com. All words, no numbers. And uh, go pick yourself up some sweet merch. Limited edition merch and standard merch. We have standard logos that are available all the time. And uh, yeah, we got some the limited edition ones, though, that are only available for a limited time. So get your hands on the good shit. So that way you can also look fly for a senpai. Oh, shit. He said the thing. He... <laughs> This is like he said the name of the we'll start again from from zero.
love the whale. God, the whale fight was so good. The fact that they were able to weave in like multiple characters' backstories in there too, like Wilhelm, mm. Wilhelm Van Astrea. Wilhelm, my God. I was not expecting to like Wilhelm so much. Like he just seemed like the, for the first bit like a background guy, yeah. and then it's this whole bit with um, do you like flowers? <laughs> and like like um, mm-hmm. he's like standing there looking at this giant sky whale, and there's just one little flower next to him. Yeah, oh. he's about to get devoured. <laughs> the little flower. He cuts his way out. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> that was hilarious. I thought it was gonna be over. He's just for like. Him. <laughs> he has this Shawshank Redemption moment where he cuts out of the way. <laughs> he's just ready. He's, I loved it. It's so good. He, he, the fact that he is, he's very sprightly for an old man. The fact that he is just sprinting up the side of this whale <laughs> as it's flying around. Oh, he like, he like, yeah, he like jumps off and like falls like ten stories and lands perfectly on his ground dragon. <laughs> he doesn't even need like a moment. It's a well-trained ground dragon. Yeah. I don't know why he didn't just cut out the other eye. It felt like he cut that first eye out pretty quickly and simply. I don't know why he wouldn't just dunk on the second one, like, immediately. You just got to do your weird sprint you did over the <laughs> other side. It, it begs the question, if, like, if, we, if you just cut the sky whale cleanly in half, like, which part would keep going? <laughs> Like because because they can keep cutting off the mass of the sky whale until it's crushed by a tree. I guess I don't exactly know the <laughs> rules of the regeneration and all that. But like they should have just been lopping off pieces instead of slashing it because like they were talking like it was like the mass was what was important. Like they had to cut it down. That's right. They were talking about because the he split into thirds and then the other they all weighed less. Or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like Ricardo like mumbled in his like <laughs> barely coherent state. Oh, it's lighter now. Which I don't know how he knew that. <laughs> but <laughs> you, you can just tell by looking at it. Oh <laughs> I could probably pick that up now. <laughs> you know he could. You know he could. Ricardo never asks a woman how much she weighs because he can tell by looking at them. Oh, I mean, he can. <laughs> it's his power. He Sorry. can pick up anyone. I bet. I, I'm sure. He, I'm sure there isn't anyone on the planet Ricardo couldn't pick up. Ricardo is so charismatic. He's a beefy boy. I like his attitude. His whole like, just his whole attitude. Everything, man. He's just so positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I love that. Like he is like the first one in the fight too. He did. He took point. I think he was like this. I think he was like the second person after Subaru. Like everyone turns away for a moment, and Subaru's gone. And he's like, "I'm going, guys." Leroy <laughs> Jenkins, and then Ricardo's like, "Oops, time for me to go too." I, I do. I do enjoy after they start suffering losses in that fight. How when everybody's like down in the dump, Subaru continues to run in, and Crochet turns around and goes, "Hey, if our weakest guy can keep doing that, then you guys can." <laughs> Can surely fight. True. And like, and like the first time he'd run into, he was like, "Follow that idiot." <laughs> it's 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 so factual too. Like it's 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 one of the one times where his weakness is actually used for <laughs> for games. He's he's, in, he's inspiringly incompetent. Like if 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 this stupid guy can do it, anybody can. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's talk about Crochet. Let's talk about the this whole royal selection deal. Okay. Talk about Crochet and the the other all the <laughs> these 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 lunatics that are all going to be potentially running the country. Oh dear God. How they basically have like all like five five major like government govern gubernatorial styles like you got priscilla who's like i'm gonna be a dictator <laughs> a a narcissistic dictator all of the country should live to serve me anastasia who's like yo dog let's talk about capitalism and the free market crochet's all about the military felt is all like yo tear it all down and amelia's like everybody should have equal rights which would that be like socialism? I don't know. I don't even know. I think that she's just like, like she doesn't exactly have a platform. She doesn't. <laughs> <a platform. laughs> you know, you're right. She's, she's got like the standard politician thing of like, I think all people should be equal and there shouldn't be poverty. World hunger needs to be addressed. I think we need to just be good to one another. Vote for me, please. <laughs> Yeah, I mean you're you're kind of it's like everybody should be treated nicely. Smile. Like she that's kind of her whole platform. Like she doesn't have any real <laughs> real mechanisms by which to stop the injustices that are currently happening, which there are plenty. Like I think that's an interesting thing about the world is that they have, you know, oh, only 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 demi humans are allowed in this bar. Only lizard people allowed here. Mm -hmm. Lizard people only districts. One thing later that kind of got me was a bunch of people are gathered together and talking about Amelia or like the royal selection. And the APA salesman is like, well, one of them's clearly the wrong choice because she's half elf. And I was like, didn't you meet her in person? Yeah, it's wild. Like right? you talked to her. She found your child for you. <laughs> what? Maybe everybody in this town is as dumb as, <laughs> as dumb, yeah. <laughs> dumb as Subaru to an extent. I don't know if like, I don't know if maybe they were just like, well, let's just use a character he's already met. But I was like, she has specifically helped you. True. To be fair, to be fair, the, uh, the pictures weren't in color. So maybe he didn't know. True. You know what? Right. They <laughs> <laughs> maybe they had a Could poor, a poor artist rendering. <laughs> <laughs> One good thing about Subaru, he doesn't treat people differently based on what they are, like how Amelia's an elf or like, you know, Rem is a demon. I don't know. He doesn't put people down because of what they are. And just this whole this whole show is like everyone's like big against uh, elves and half elves. And because of the I think the the evil witch of the West, right, is. <laughs> Is it yeah. half elf? <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 witch of envy or the witch yeah, jealousy no. witch. <laughs> Listen, like even even a misogynist has standards. Come on, man. It's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. God, he is such a misogynist. I know we already talked about him and what a what an idiot he is. But it just always circles back around because <laughs> it is. He is. Yeah, it's funny how it's so central to the whole thing. Is that like? He causes all his own problems. He really does. It he really is, it does. Is so true. He really does. I like how Reinhardt is uh is Felt's uh knight. It's so she good. She doesn't even like him at all. <laughs> she treats him like garbage. 
<laughs> and he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm still pledging my allegiance to you. They're like total polar opposites. I feel like Reinhardt's like all like like law follower and stuff, but then like yeah, Felt who just wants to rain chaos on everything. She's chaotic neutral. He is lawful good. <laughs> <laughs> they are. I don't know. I like Felt's style. <laughs> I like the spunk <laughs> that she has when she finally agrees to be part of the selection. She's like, all right, fine. All you old fucks, <laughs> you're all going to die. Fuck you. Get out of here. <laughs> you're all gone. If I win, <laughs> you all can go live on the streets. <laughs> Which one would you want to be ruled under out of out of the out of all the the, the royals? I think I, I don't know. I like felt style. I just I, I I like felt style, but I don't think I could thrive in an anarchist society. But I'll still I think I'm gonna. I know that on one of our prior death loops, I said the only one I could survive <laughs> under was Anastasia. But I'm changing my opinion. I'm gonna go <laughs> with felt because obviously Amelia is the correct choice. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like we should we should leave Amelia out, out of this because we know that's that's the the right. It's yeah. yeah. I mean, they, I mean, like she's the only one that's not like some sort of polar, you know, end of the spectrum. <laughs> like she's kind of just the reasonable one. I would like I would say Priscilla is way out because there's no way that like anyone but her is gonna benefit. Anastasia and Cruchet. I think it really depends on like, like Anastasia. It like depends on whether or not like she. She seems somewhat compassionate enough that, like, she wouldn't at least be, like, selling people out for money, but I don't know. I mean, maybe, Pr I mean, Priscilla might have some pretty sweet gigs. Like, I don't know, you could be part of her foot-looking brigade. True. <laughs> Listen, if Priscilla lets, like, me be, like, a footstool, I'm all about it. Just just put, put me in. I'm ready to live this life. Step on me. Let's do it. She needs foot soldiers. I'm... <laughs> Oh my god! I can't even believe. I can't believe you went there. We did it. We did it. <laughs> round round of applause. Wrap wrap it up, boys. Don't forget to tip your waiter. Two drink minimum. <laughs> that was a good one. Out of anybody, I would. Actually, I think last time I said Anastasia, I think this time I'm switching to Cruchet because she seems to be mostly competent. She's also got Felix and Wilhelm who like all three of them seem to have like good heads on their shoulders. So I think I would pick them. <laughs> Pragmatic and reasonable. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to, kind of like how you said, Time of I wouldn't be able to survive <laughs> in a world no. where like chaos is a suit. I, it's the forever purge. It's the for oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I, I true. It would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> it <Shit>. would be. <laughs> Shit, I need to change my answer, I think. Oh god. So <laughs> I I think I think on the last on the on the last redo, I did say Priscilla just because I just wanted to get stepped on. And I, I'm just gonna stay with my answer. I'm perfectly fine with where I'm going with my life. You're rolling with <laughs> Do you wanna be a foot soldier? <laughs> I'm I'm ready to serve, ma'am. Ready to serve. <laughs> oh no. No, I'm just gonna stick with felt. I wanna be Reinhardt's buddy. He'll protect me. Ooh, that is true though. <laughs>
let's 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 have a let's have a quick talk about like what were you guys' favorite side characters? I love Felix. Felix might be my favorite favorite side character. I I just like how competent Felix is, and how even when he has other people kind of fooled, he's out sword training with with Wilhelm and Crochet is like. Are we sure about this guy? It feels like he's just going through the motions. And Crucius like, no, he's trying his best. And even Wilhelm, to an extent, is like, he's trying hard. And Felix is like, no, he's not trying hard at all, which Subaru admits to later. But Felix knew way before he even admitted it to himself. He, he, he noms on Subaru's ear, and it's adorable. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like felix just has a good head on his shoulders he like he's able to just every once in a while plainly say to subaru like hey you and i both know that you like you're trying to fool everybody but like can you stop <laughs> like just <laughs> smash your head against the wall and like trying to pretend to like improve yourself he does try to talk him out of being a doof and Felix is the only person who is calling him out on his bullshit while he's out, like, down and out after Amelia leaves and he's mm -hmm. there getting healed, like, crochets. And Wilhelm are treating him with kid gloves. And Felix is like, you need to quit being a bitch about all this, okay? <laughs> and and Crochet's like, wait, Felix, don't do it. Felix is like, no, he needs to hear this. He needs someone yeah. to tell him that he's being an asshole. And... <laughs> I don't know. I appreciate the honesty and the the fourth the forthcomingness of that. I'm trying to recall. I feel like there was a, a scene between Subaru and Felix that got wiped in a time loop, and I was so sad because like they really felt like they connected for a moment there. And I was yeah, I was kind of sad about that because like Felix really seems like out of anybody the person that Subaru should be going to the most because Felix is ready to tell him what he's doing wrong you know and is also a healer and lord knows that Subaru needs a healer <laughs> so, that's true i need a healer on on me 24/7 i'm ready for yeah. I'm, I'm ready for Subarix let's go Subaru <laughs> Whatever that ship name would be. There, there is probably a <laughs> ship for it. Uh, there is 100%. I'm, oh, sure if yeah. you I'm not going to Google it. But... <laughs> <laughs> Safe search on. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway. Who... <laughs> Next favorite side character. Uh, I I would have also probably picked Felix, but I, I'm going to make my choice Ricardo. Just because I, he's just he's just so fun. I, just, I I love any of the characters that don't take things too seriously because it's this weird mixture of people who are way too stuck up and people who don't care at all. And like Ricardo, at least senses urgency, mm -hmm. but doesn't take everything way too seriously. You know, like he's a nice middle ground as opposed to Subaru who's always like, Oh, whatever, you know, like none of this is important to me. And I'm going to say every stupid thing that comes to mind. And like crochet, who's like, maybe next time I meet you, I won't kill you because I'm your friend now. <laughs> like, but you get one, you only get one and then I'll kill you the next time. We are enemies <laughs> and not lovers. <laughs> I will not kill you the next time we meet unless we become <laughs> lovers. <laughs> like, 
I, and also kind of like those little uh those little cat magicians. Oh Yo. my god, they're adorable. They are pretty cute. Is it Mimi? Yeah, Mimi. Mimi's the 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 captain or the the co-captain. I love her brother is like the the like serious one. The nerd one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's so good. Yeah. I do like I like how it's such a dichotomy between cuz you meet her other brother who's the actual captain. And he's a goofball like Mimi is. And then he's like, oh, no, the third brother, the other brother is going to be just as crazy as the first one. And then he shows up and he's like, mm, yeah, actually, <laughs> push his glasses yeah. up nose. Hey. <laughs> yeah, see, it is. It is kind of funny because like they'll be in like a total life or death situation. And they're just like, ha play catch with me. <laughs> Woo. Uh, you know, I love how their attack is to just scream at things. Yeah. Yeah. Ah! They're like the captains of, like the second in commands mm -hmm. of Anastasia's army or something like that. Yeah, yep. Hero, who's your favorite side character? <gasps> My favorite side character, it's it's a toss-up between the, the, the little cats and uh, Reinhardt, because Reinhardt literally has everything that I like in a character. Red hair, check. <laughs> Truth and justice, check. Giant sword, check. Handsome, he, ha just handsome, check. He is just everything that I like oh, in a man. character, which confuses me that he's not a main character, like a main main character, that which is I'm okay with because you know Subaru, we gotta. <laughs> but any, but I, I like Reinhardt. <laughs> I, I love his whole his whole thing he's got going on, and I can't wait till I see his giant sword. Turns out Rurouni Kenshin <laughs> is. Heroes, ideal <laughs> protag Kuna. Oh my God, Rody Kenshin. Oh, that's a, that's a different that's a different podcast time. Rody Kenshin. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's my my nineties feels. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly feels like like a stereotypical sort of paladin type. Yeah, where you know he's like, oh, you have my word, and my word is my life. You know, he like pledges his allegiance to Felt, and even though. She like wants to take down the entire government. He's like, well, I mean, I pledge my allegiance, so sure, whatever. I want to have a job once she succeeds, but <laughs> <laughs> I think Reinhardt would be able to handle himself during you know during the chaos. Oh yeah, he's got the fancy sword, <laughs> fancy magic sword. He'll be fine. Don't worry about He'll be it. Fine. <laughs> it would have been cool to uh, have had him there during the Sky Whale fight. That would have been. It probably would have been easier. Yeah. I love how they always Deus Ex Machina, Reinhardt and Roswell out of these big fights. Just like, oh, he oh had my a god, true. He had a co they they had a conference somewhere that they all had to go to. <laughs> they just can't be here. Yeah, I have I have a thing. I have a thing at the place. See you later. Good luck. <laughs> Hope the world doesn't end while I'm gone. I had to fly across the country. Yeah, I could be back shortly, but that's beside the point. I could fly. <laughs> It can fly. <laughs> I can fly. <laughs> Thought we were doing the the Peter Pan joint there. Oh, I was doing I Shrek. Can fly, I can fly. I can fly. Oh my goodness, we are all on different. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all I'm all over the place <laughs> right now. Talking about I can fly. The OP in this anime slaps. Redo Yo. is so good. <laughs> OP one. Yeah. That first OP is so good. Mm -hmm. It's on my playlist at work. They, I like how they don't do it all the time. 
And the same thing with the ending too. It's just like they, I don't want to say it's like after like a big thing happens and they do it, but you know, when you hear the OP start in any anime, shit's about to go down. Mm-hmm. When they, when the OP kicks up in that, the fight with the big pupper oh. in episode <laughs> 11, my dude. Oh, I was like, yes, it's so hype. And like, they do a good job directing around it too. So it happens, it just, it's, it's hype as fuck, and then there's, like, a little lull in the middle, and it goes into the lull, the lull of the song, right as, I think Rom is carrying Ram away, because they can't, they're just, they're out of energy, and then it picks right back up as Subaru's about to get murked by the, the demon pupper, <laughs> it's a such good, such good music direction. Yeah, um, actually, I, I feel like it's appropriate since we're talking about the music. Um, I wanted to credit the music composer, Kenichiro Suehiro. The music did a lot of work, um, and, and the sound design, too. It did. The sound design was good. Uh, Gene Oktagawa, he is like, he does sound design for so many things. He does Jujutsu Kaisen and and 86 and Horimiya and all kinds of other Dr. Stone. He's so good. The, 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 the little sound effects that happen when, you know, it, it's like a little trigger. It's like, it's supposed to be like, maybe it's supposed to be like video game noises that it's like, ah, you've reached a checkpoint or here's key information. But like the little, like, Oh, with like <laughs> reverb behind yeah. it. When they like, Oh, a new piece of information has been discovered or the, Oh shit! Got weird. Ah! Yeah, like that—that that sound effect now occupies a similar part of my brain as like the siren from Kill Bill. Oh, that is true. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yep, hundred uh, <laughs> percent. And like, uh, I I liked the the sort of orchestral background music that would sort of kick in whenever like. Subaru was sort of like having a bit of like a fight with, you know, his own sort of feelings. You know, he'd be like, oh, everything's so difficult, but I must push onward. And then the music swells a little bit. You know, it's just like, yeah, I, I, I do feel like they did a great job of sort of syncing up the music to where it was appropriate um, to really give you a feel for just the emotions and and the lack of sound too like that that was part of what made the cell phone bit real good too mm-hmm. was because of how quiet everything got for a moment and then you hear the cell phone mm-hmm. and that's the only sound at all you're waiting yeah very very good it's so good it's so good they 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 really killed it they they did some the music did a lot of heavy lifting in a lot of these scenes the the voice actors also killed it like I'll bring up the, 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 the episode 15 Rem getting contorted scene and, and the scenes right after the episode right after when Subaru is trying to negotiate with Cruchet and Anastasia, like the way that they leave the frantic breathing in on the, the, the voice, the vocal direction is, it just adds so much more to it. There are a lot of scenes in anime where there are like emotional scenes and the, it's fine, but they they cut out all the breathing that would be happening. Like someone's <laughs> crying and you don't hear the, you know, whereas you hear Subaru screaming at the top of his lungs and then taking in like a, a pained labored breath. And it's just, it's so good. It's, it's raw 
and dirt. Hey, that's what we like. It's it's not it's not sterilized, you know. <laughs> that's what we yeah. like to see with our <laughs> anime. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you're Alexis Rock. I remember like one part where like <sighs> this is like talked away in the back of my brain, but I remember one part like somebody was like had like snot coming out of their nose. It's Subaru when he's it's it's when he's yelling at uh Betelgeuse after he's mur- murdered Rem or mangled her mm-hmm. yeah. and twisted her head all the way around. He keeps saying like I'll kill you, I'll kill you, I'll kill you and they do real good facial animation for yeah. that including the snot. <laughs> I mean, as yeah. far as I I'm, I'm aware when watching through ReZero, I didn't see like any like Dragon Ball Super kind of mess ups like how because I, I I know what certain animes are trying to push it out fast, so I mean I know some animations would get kind of screwed up, and if and people hand drawing certain things is gonna be bad. But with this anime, those like I didn't notice any anything funky throughout the whole thing. They did a really good job with it. Yeah, yeah. You get you don't you don't have any of those like low quality anime frames. Like mm-hmm. at least not very many of them. At least not noticeable. Like, you know, sometimes you see where someone's wrist is all jacked up and it's like the human body doesn't move <laughs> like that. Like, but you did mention Time Muffin because you were grabbing some B-roll that uh, there's a lot of they, they do use a lot of sort of very still moments, but you don't mm-hmm. really notice it. Correct. They they only do. They, it seems like they do that largely in times when it's it's expository, like very heavy exposition where it's it's actually interesting and you have to think about it. Mm hmm. Like the negotiation with with Cruce and and Subaru, there's a lot of oh the camera's on Subaru while Cruce is talking, so we don't have to animate Cruce talking, <laughs> um for you know upwards of ten to fifteen seconds at a time, which is fine. I understand it's an industry thing. They they've only got so many, they've only got so much time, and they spent you know, all the budget on the Sky Whale on the Sky Whale. They push all this stuff out, you know, while it's airing, basically. They're still, the series isn't done when they start airing the episodes. I mean, that's what happened with uh, Promise Neverland Season 2, is they thought they were going to get to keep going, and then after Episode 3, it got straight up canceled, so they had to jam all the stuff they had finished into the next, like, four episodes and do a recap episode and then jam the next hundred and... 20 chapters into like three episodes wait so are you, you're trying to tell me i know this is on a different tangent now that promise neverland season two and that's it correct there it is that is it are you kidding me oh no sorry i didn't mean to like you didn't, you, blow your mind <laughs> sorry for you to find out this way i i i just i thought they just they jammed a bunch of stuff into season two i didn't think they jammed everything into season we we will talk about yeah we'll talk, we'll talk about, about promise, it we'll, we'll do an episode of promise neverland season two there's enough there's meat there to talk oh about God. um because I've, I've read the manga after before watching season two because i'm like i hear all kinds of bad things about season two <laughs> i i wanna i wanna read it just so that i i can see it see if see if these salty manga readers are right and then I watched, I watched most of it, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I see, I see what they did here." But anyway, um, yeah, we'll 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 talk about that on a, at a later episode uh, when we get a, a break in 
anime releases <laughs> and it fits it all works out but um yeah like because of the production and everything like yeah those still frames need to be there but um they they don't skimp in re-zero with any of like the fight animation or choreography exactly um like yeah you can tell in that episode with the negotiation they use a lot of still frames but boy do they go hard on the white whale fight and the Battle Goose fight and... and even when Rem's freaking out too, like when when she's fighting all the mod beasts, like it's just so oh so good. They, they can absolutely make a quality animation when it is called for, you know, like mm-hmm. when when that is like the centerpiece part of the episode or whatever. Then they absolutely will make just a stunning animation, and they know how to sort of cut the excess in the right places that you really don't ever feel like you're looking at something that's like, you know, cheap, you know, mm-hmm. they, they figured out the best ways to make it seamless. Yeah. They do a really, really good job of it. It's, Oh, it, it, the, 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 the amount of blood, the blood <laughs> fountains are fast and furious. Oh, it, man. It's, I do like how they, I, I, We'll talk about, I guess, I, I liked how they were able to emotionally swing from goofy, funny moments almost directly into existential horror <laughs> in, like, a single breath. Yeah. The what the, ep- the episode where Subaru gets, you know, he, he says, I'm going to stay up all night so I can see what killed me when I fell asleep that one time. And he gets dunked on by Rem. The that happens at in one of the funniest and happiest episodes in the entire series. <laughs> and it's probably the most horror movie type scene where there's tension being built up. You're like, why why is he sick? What who why what is the sound that's that's following him? But the whole episode before that was a Subaru being a goofball. Yeah. And like every time he comes back. He's just like, like sometimes he'll have just like experienced just like the most horrifying, insane thing. And every time he comes back, it's like in a room full of people. Like mm-hmm. he never comes back alone. He's like never, he wakes back up in the alone. bed with like the maids. He went, he comes back in the middle of the, like right in front of the Appa stand in public or like at the sky whale he never gets a moment he's always immediately in front of other people so it's like okay i just experienced my whole entire body being just you know ripped to shreds or whatever but i gotta keep it composed immediately otherwise people look at me funny (laughs) and like sometimes people are like you look like you have just had a traumatic experience he's like nah i'm fine I'm glad the girls have forgotten about all his wiggly fingies. Oh my <laughs> god, the wiggly fingies. <laughs> Can't stop me what I'm doing in my mind. S- sister, sister, he's doing un- unspeakable things to us in his mind. Oh no. <laughs> you can't escape me in my mind. Yeah. I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> no. <laughs> Off limits. Betty <laughs> <Jenny> is sacred. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if he did that, Betty would sense it and would like <laughs> slap him. Betty. Uh, <laughs> Betty would annihilate him. One little run back around to Rem killing Subaru. Like that one where 
he's like he's like on the ground with like I think his legs chopped off or whatever. He's like, "Why are you doing this?" And she's like, "Because you smell like the white witch or the not the white. You smell like the witch of envy. <laughs> the white, <laughs> the, witch, the, of the en- witch of envy. You yeah, smell yeah. like the witch yeah, of yeah. envy. I would know it anywhere." And he's like, "But why would you take off my legs? Because I smell." <laughs> and he's like bawling on the ground, and she just like crunches him and he's like going through his day just pretending nothing's wrong and and there's like a little sort of like high-pitched noise in the background getting louder or something i think the loop after that one is also the one where he is trying his absolute hardest to be friendly to everybody because rem just basically tells him yeah i don't trust you at all it's hard yeah he's doing the like fast talk thing and everybody's kind of like bro chill out and you know everybody else can see what's going on but he's he's trying to push through it and that's when we get the lap the lap scene and it's it's interesting i i don't know i like that episode i i think subaru's the uh, pretty big goober in the in the whole episode but it, it it's kind of an interesting your your friends and people who care about you can tell when you're not doing so good mm-hmm. like it's an it's just a the way they put that into the episode yeah and it kind of kind of goes to like you talking about how it can be goofy one moment and Mm -hmm. like super serious another like i think i remember that like didn't he like cut himself on the like on when he was like in the kitchen or something like he was trying so hard to be like like the best he can be and he like cuts his finger like ah crap yep we got a wicked blood fountain (laughs) blood pressure's too high out of the finger but like when when there is an emotional scene, it hits. When the when this anime wants something to hit, it absolutely hits. I don't think there was ever a time mm-hmm. when I thought to myself, I feel like this was supposed to make me feel something, but it didn't. Like I never had that. Mm-hmm. I knew when like I was meant to feel something and I genuinely felt it. It's interesting how they take on all these different characters, like traumas and stuff. You've got Rem as I've been treated like like a second like a second class you know family member since my birth being you know they say oh you know one day rem will be strong one day rem will be useful don't worry your sister like that you know what if your sister had died you know stuff like that you know wilhelm's had family members get smoked and you know his his wife died to the white whale and it's interesting seeing all these people kind of have to i'm not gonna say come to grips with their trauma but like subaru is almost a vehicle for some of these people to kind of heal yeah even though he's an idiot while he does it and he's not doing it intentionally <laughs> yeah it drives me nuts like like when he's like talking to rem about look i don't know the old rom i just know you two from when i met you and from my point of view, you were the, you were the useful sister. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But um, he he goes from like not being able to do something at all to like suddenly having these glimpses of crazy perceptiveness. I don't know, like like same, mm-hmm. you know, like with the negotiations. All of a sudden, he knows how to negotiate. You know, out of nowhere, he's got an inspiring speech for Rem. You know demonically inspired <laughs> demonically inspired mm. <laughs> i do i do think it's interesting that whole 
I don't know. As I've grown the whole six episode arc where Subaru's being an idiot when I was younger and I watched it the first time, I thought like, wow, everybody's being a real asshole to Subaru. <laughs> and then this most recent watch, I'm like, wow, Subaru's really just a dick. Why would I why would I ever relate with this man? He's 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 being an idiot. Like Julius is just being nice to Amelia. He doesn't it's the custom of their station that he has to smooch her hand. He's just trying to be the coolest. So <laughs> the coolest around Julius? Julius, Julius the coolest. The coolest I I will say now that I know after because I, I I mentioned I mentioned this before offhand where when I worked at GameStop they had all these like weird figures of like this weird blue haired maid and this pink hair <laughs> maid I didn't know what was happening why are they like naked on a freaking ice cream pl- scoop thing I have no idea now I know <laughs> and I'm just like bro can I go back in time I would I would love to pick that. I would I would love to pick up a a, a rem figure, and I'll, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I'm trying to find a I'm trying to find a body pillow, and I'll tell you what it's hard to find body pillows that are not lewd. Hundred <laughs> percent, I can see that. I can see that. I, I sure. want to put it in the background of the stream, and it's just like you. I I, I can't I can't have boobies. Oh, okay. It's it's a business expense. I see. yes, it's I a see. business expense. Moncatas. It's it's purely for for it, props. It's just just for stream. I what else just will be used for? for? Just for stream. It's uh, <laughs> gonna ask how your wife feels about it, but I'm just gonna yeah. leave, that, leave that alone. My wife wants to put rem rem posters in our bedroom, so I feel threatened as well. <laughs> That's what I like to see. Me and oh, my wife got man. the same energy right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, there's an artist who does dope. While we're talking about rem posters, an artist who does dope like streetwear anime characters. And it's the the coolest shit. I just want to shout them out because we're probably just gonna get a print of that shit. Cause oh, anyway, I can't I can't find it. But anyway, we'll we'll, we'll find it and I'll put it in the video on the on the on the podcast on the YouTube. Which, by the way, you should <laughs> hope you're hope you're watching it there. I appreciate all of you for listening. Anyway, sorry, cut that out. <laughs> cut it out. Okay. Cut that. Cut. Cut. Cut that. No, you we're cut not at the it right, out. We're not at the right time yet. <laughs> oh, any other any other fun little asides you guys want to talk about before we get into the the dirty oh the dirty raw <laughs> numbers the, the raw the raw. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Oh, trying to come up with an innuendo, and I can't think of one because. <laughs> <laughs> You don't. It's not required. <laughs> you don't have to make an innuendo. But you can just say it. But I'd want to. <laughs> no, we're good. Let's just move on from that. We'll just leave that one hanging. <laughs> Hero, let's start with start with you. What are you, what are your thoughts? Overall, general thoughts. Hit me with fat numbers. The biggest numbers. The girthiest numbers. <laughs> This this anime hit everything that that I I personally like. Uh, since this since is kind of like in in like a realm of like kind of like Sword Art Online and and uh of uh, Log Horizon and and stuff. I I think 
I, I I like the music. I I like the uh, the animation. The characters. There wasn't a single character besides Subaru that I didn't like. <laughs> I liked almost. I liked. I liked every single character that that we met. Everyone was good besides Subaru. So, <laughs> and I, I'm just saying. Now I have a, an obsession with Rem. So I think it, it's perfectly fine. Uh, I give this. I would give my my dirty raw number of this anime nine point five. Okay. I <laughs> wanted to give it. I wanted to give it a ten, but Subaru's in it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I feel very similar to Hero. I definitely feel like there wasn't a single character aside from Subaru that I thought I wanted less time with. Just about every character that we came across was unique enough and interesting enough to hold my attention. And I definitely very rarely thought to myself, okay, this person's been around for too long. Can you like, please get out of here? I got there with Priscilla, I think. I think that was maybe the only one besides Subaru now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're 100%. And and just like the, there's this really cool world that they've built. The worst part is that Subaru is the one experiencing it. Like it really kind of makes you wonder like what this anime would look like with like a semi-competent protagonist cuz just Subaru is like the least possible equipped person to deal with any of this. But when the emotional beats hit, they hit hard. Uh, when they have something epic or like something important, they just knock it out of the park. I would give it a nine out of 10. I don't have any huge complaints, but I just feel like sometimes the writing just tries a little too hard to like make Subaru be the goofy, dumb, ha ha, look how stupid he is. Yeah. I, you know, I like that arc where he's just totally losing his mind for like five straight episodes was a bit much. Like at some point I was like, can we stop being around this guy? Like he's the unfun friend. I want to be around my fun friends now. But yeah, nine out of 10. You must be great at parties. People just <laughs> love talking to you. They said they say to Super who as he tells them for the umpteenth time that Amelia is going to die if they don't help him. Yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that they do more character development with Subaru. He does develop quite a bit throughout the first this this season. It's just, oh, I wish that they <laughs> maybe make it like 20 episodes. Maybe cut that, cut all that middle <laughs> stuff where he's just being a real butthole to everybody and uh, like shadow betraying Amelia out. I don't know. Like it helps to drive the point home that he is just so insanely selfish. Yeah. And how just how much of it he is doing for himself. And at least he admits that at the end. But like you said, all the beats hit. All of the characters are fun. Except for Priscilla. <laughs> In my opinion. I don't know. The feet are the best or the are her only <laughs> redeeming feature. Feature. But um, I don't know the 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 themes that they tackle with the with the trauma bits, mm -hmm. uh, especially about Rem and and uh, Wilhelm are great. The fact that Wilhelm only wants to be a great swordsman so that he can beat the master swordsman, the woman he loves, in a duel, 
so that she can no longer has to be the master swordsman and risk her life as her job so she can be around him longer is great. I love it. The the feels were good. I cried how many times? Three, two times, two or three times. Mostly when like Subaru is finally being honest with himself and like opening up and not being real toxic. The the lap scene was is real good. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I do I do like the world, the fact that there are all these different countries and there's we still don't know everything about Lagunica and there are all these different countries in the world. It is super interesting and I can't wait to experience more. Um I think I'm going to end up giving it in probably I'm somewhere between an eight point five and a nine, just because of the the sheer density of the cringe in those few episodes <laughs> is just it's it weighs down the rest of it for me. Yeah, like five of those episodes could have been just like one long ish episode. Mm-hmm. We didn't need five straight episodes. I I get like you know the the whole it, it, I don't want to say it's revolving around Subaru. And I know, like, I, I'm saying he's a, I don't like him and, and, and everything, but I mean, the story can't exist without the dude. But just why can't why can't you just like why can't you learn? Just tell him just you, you did a <laughs> why don't you just learn from a and do B instead of a again? It's just uh, it just it frustrates me so much. And I feel bad because I usually like yeah. ev- all the protagonists in every anime I've watched. This is probably the first anime that I watched that I he's the protagonist is not my favorite, and it's just so weird for me. He's almost willfully stupid. Like, he mm-hmm. respawns in front of the apostan like, three times, with each time the guy, like, I've never seen you in my life before. And he's like, what? I've talked to you three different times by now. It's like, it takes him yeah. so long to catch up. I'm wondering, because I've been thinking about Subaru, and would it be better if it was, like, a Kakegurui situation where the main character is just kind of an audience insert like camera almost for the things that are happening. If it would be better or worse, Mm. like, like a first person kind of thing, like hardcore Henry. No, like in in Kakegurui, there's a main character dude who largely just exists to exist. He's not really, he plays almost no part in any of the story outside of one event in the first episode and one event in the last episode and one event in the middle episode. But other than that, it's entirely other characters that are doing cool and exciting things. And he is just watching it for the most part. Um, I don't, I, I wonder if it wouldn't be as impactful if he wasn't such an active shit for brains, dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the redemption is so much stronger because he, goes to such low low lows <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah like the dude in kakegurui he is just he's just a blank slate for the most part he's he's a dumbass but he's he doesn't do anything he's milk toast as fuck <laughs> but i i don't think that you know, now that i'm thinking about it maybe it is just better that he's super's an idiot <laughs> <laughs> we can just hope he gets better in the later seasons but anyways so next episode is gonna be dragon maid Kobayashi-san's Dragon Maid. I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped. It's cute as cute as hell. Kyo Kyo Annie. I I am excited. I watched uh Muffin posted a mashup of the theme song with Psychosocial. 
<laughs> I had never seen the theme song, and even in the mashup, I was like, oh, this looks fun. <laughs> like, all of them are, like, shaking their butts and the tail swinging back and forth, and they got their arms in the air, just wiggling like a wacky, waving, inflatable arm floating tube man. Yeah. I think, have, it, have it either of you watched it before? I've watched the first three, four episodes. Okay. So this is going to be the first one that we have all not watched. Yep. Ooh. All the rest, all the rest, we've seen at least we've been primed before it. So, because I haven't watched it. All right, yeah, I'm excited. Pretty chest. I'm excited. Let's go. It, but until next time, continue to watch anime with anime and my good friends. I'm Time Muffin. <laughs> I am Shark Wellington, and I'm Hero 19X. S- someday we'll. I'll get this outro down. But... Oh no, guys, look out! You're gonna <laughs> die. What? Oh, oh god, oh, not no. again! Oh. <laughs> <laughs>